Hello and welcome back to Energy Scan Podcast, your weekly access to timely analysis and data on energy markets from top experts at NG Global Energy Management and Sales. This program is dedicated to exploring the weekly macroeconomic trends as well as focusing on the oil markets. We will be interviewing Olivier Gasnier, Senior Economist at NG Gems for Macroeconomic, Foreign Exchange and Oil Market Research. Hello Olivier. Last week we were eagerly awaiting the US inflation figures and the Fed minutes in the run-up to the next Fed meeting. So, what can we conclude from this? Hello, Nathalie. Well, it's complicated because everyone can find reasons to justify their position, raise interest rates again or stop. Broadly speaking, signs of moderating inflation or a turning point in the labor market are confirmed. For example, the release of US inflation figures for March confirmed the disinflation from plus 6 to plus 5 percent year-on-year and, an important signal for the Fed, service prices have started to slow down. One could add that jobless claims are rising, retail sales and manufacturing output fell in March and that producer prices fell for the first time since April 2020. And last but not least, the minutes noted that the Fed's economic services are looking at a mild recession before the end of the year. But, I guess there is a but. Of course, US core inflation kept on accelerating to plus 5.6% year-on-year and service prices are still rising above plus 7% year-on-year. Moreover, according to the University of Michigan survey, consumers' inflation expectations have risen significantly in April. And so what? Well, Fed members are divided, but it seems that the desire to ensure themselves a little more against a later resurgence of inflation could well prevail in May. In the absence of the banking crisis spreading, central banks believe that there is more risk in doing too little than too much to permanently beat inflation. How do the markets react? Interest rates have started to rise again, without this affecting the moral of the equity markets, as this would be the last hike. The dollar benefited a little at the end of the week, but the euro-dollar exchange rate climbed again for the week as a whole, closing near 110. Is no one worried about these interest rate hikes? Uh, The IMF is. Its uh, global growth forecasts have been revised down only slightly to 2.8% in 23 and plus 3% in 24. But it considers that the risks are heavily skewed to the downside. And uh, the IMF also speaks of a possible hard landing. Hopes are based on a recovery of the Chinese economy where the real estate market seems to be emerging from the crisis with a second consecutive increase in house prices in March on a very clear rebound in credit. It's a good transition to talk about the week ahead. Indeed. A Chinese uh, Q1 GDP figures will be released on Tuesday. It seems that it has grown solidly to return to a growth rate above 4% year-on-year. Uh, it was at uh, less than 3%, 2.9% in Q4 2022. The recovery of household demand after the lifting of anti-COVID sanitary measures was the main driver of this reacceleration, while industrial activity remained a little behind. Another key factor has been the improvement, this improvement in the housing market. Anything else to mention? 
some U.S. economic indicators about the construction sector activity, the conference board's leading index, and preliminary PMIs are scheduled for this week as well as the Fed's beige book. In uh, Europe, we'll have the zoo survey as well as the PMIs uh, plus some key UK indicators. Let's move on to oil. Have prices continued to rise? Yes, uh, Brent crude oil prices peaked at uh, $87.49 per barrel before falling back to uh, $86 per barrel. The downward trend in the US dollar is, of course, still a positive factor on the sharp rise in the Chinese crude imports in March has really supported expectations of a recovery in Asian demand. Uh, the reduction in the Brent Dubai spread to $0.5 per barrel confirms this trend. The main oil agencies have published their monthly reports. What's new? And no major changes in forecast, actually, with the downward division of demand from OECD countries being offset by the increase in Chinese demand. But OPEC's decision to cut uh, production would lead to a market in deficit from Q2 2023 until the end of the year, which supports prices after a first quarter characterized by a fairly large surplus. Thank you, Olivier and Nathalie, for these clear insights. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. See you all next week for your weekly Energy Scan podcast. Stay up to date about energy market trends in no time, build market views with top quality data, and interact with experts to support your decision making. Visit energyscan.ng.com to learn more.